This is the Casting Lots podcast, and you're listening to Casting Lots. We will not comply with the institution's sick illusion. No, it won't be televised. Welcome to the revolution. Televised government been telling lies. If you're not with us, you better step aside. Witnessing the genocide, everything is centralized. The food that we consuming, they spraying it all with pesticides. Easily identify the sheep and the snake, the real and the fake. Giving us a reason to pray. I'ma make my own choices. A voice for the voiceless. They trying to destroy us, avoiding the poison. It's all pointless if you don't have a purpose. If you read the verses, you'll know who we versing. Government can tell you what your worth is. Look deeper than the surface. They don't even want you researching or asking questions. We all being tested. Shh. Shut your mouth, they comply, that's the message. Want you to rest on prescriptions that mess with your head. Got you stressing, suppressing expression. We will not comply with the institution's sick illusion. No, it won't be televised. Welcome to the revolution. Hey, good evening, everyone. Today is Saturday, January 21st, 2023, and this is the Casting Lots podcast. And with me tonight, I've got my dad. His name is Hondo. I know some of you that are in the live chat, you talk to him sometimes. So he's here with us tonight. Hey, dad, how's it going? Good. Just want to give a shout out to Wade and Jeff for always uh, uh, allowing me to have a somewhat conversation with them, if you will. Uh, I appreciate that. You welcomed me here with open arms, and uh, I'm here to, uh, you know, to break I, things down. Break things down, yes. <laughs> That's right. And I, I just want to say real quick, like, I got a shout out to my daughter, who I think kind of woke me and my fiance up about the shots and what have you. And um, we um, we've learned a lot from her. And I hope all these people that are on her show or her podcast is listening because she's got a lot of information. She does a lot of research, which helps me. And other friends of mine. So uh, again, let me give a shout out to my daughter, Punky. She's uh, she's there when we need her. She's always been there, and I appreciate that. Oh well, thanks, Dad. And it's hard sometimes because there's just so much out there that we, um, you know, it's hard to believe. What do we believe? What's true? What's not? And you know that that's my thing. You know, I don't just put stuff out there for people and just be like, oh, this is some BS. No, like I actually look into it. You know, and I'm not perfect, but there are some times when it's like, oh, wait, that is fake. But I really do do a lot of research and I look into a lot of things. So it's very, very important. You know, I like to have the facts. I like to bring the facts before I just go out there and just, you know, put some stuff out there. So um, and then we've got Matt here, too. Hi. <laughs> He's so talkative. If I can encourage everybody that's listening, if you have any information, please share it with us. You know, any information will help all of us. If we, we're all in this together, we're all in this, try to, to make the best of our, our lives in, in this world. And so if you got any research, any documents or anything that you can share with us, we would deeply appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, they always say, where are the news now? That's the one thing. As much as I don't really trust Trump, um, I do have to say, like, he called out the fake news. You know, I think that was a big eye opener for everybody. So um, before we start talking about all the fake news, um, I'm just going to go ahead and open this up in a quick prayer. Uh, so if you would, please just bow your heads. Um, Heavenly Father, we just want to take this time right now to thank you for this time that we have together, for allowing my dad, Hondo, to be here with us tonight um, so that we can break things down. I ask that you just be with us tonight and guide this conversation and let this message be heard to, to the world. Let people hear. Let, hopefully this will help wake some people up, Lord. Um, we ask that you just be with us and guide us. In your son, Jesus Christ's holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. We always want to have God here. We got to center everything around God and just let him lead, you know, whatever he puts on your heart, on your mind. I think that's that's me. You know, I've always been very 
I don't want to say opinionated, but for a long time, I was real quiet about things. and I just kind of kept it in. And now it's like God gave me this voice and he's telling me, use it, use it, use it. So that's what we have to do. You know, if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. So um, first thing, we were out tonight. My dad's here for the weekend. We're um, we're putting in a, uh, what is that? Brick fireplace. A brick fireplace for our wood burning stove. And so uh, my dad's really good with all that kind of stuff so uh we were doing that and you know we're always back and forth sharing information and you know so many times i'll call my dad or he'll call me and we'll sit there for like an hour or two on the phone and we'll break things down you know just dad did you hear this or did you hear that yeah how about it like we'll yep. just yep. <laughs> sit there. yep and if we can get to it to the down to business right away uh i'm not trying to kick the lead here well, go but, ahead, uh, Punky, go she's ahead. uh she's the one that gives me all the information now i pass this, this information on to people at work, my friends, my family. And I've got to say a lot of my family who was kind of hesitant about getting the shot now that they've been awake, if you will, she's uh, presented them with a lot of information. And I thank God today that my fiance and I did not get the shot. I'm not saying whether it was right or wrong at the very beginning. I was a mask wearer, I'll say that. But my daughter convinced me, she said, dad, please do not get the shot. I trusted her. And with her research, um, it came true that I, I wouldn't, I, I should, I didn't get the shot and I'm, thank God I did not. Well, yeah, I'm so thankful you didn't. And I'm sorry to somebody, if you're listening and you got the shot and you take offense to this, I'm not here to offend you. I'm not here to say, look, I told you so. That's never been my, my plan. My thing has always been to share the information and to wake everybody up because we, Truly, humanity, we are in this together. And we know that there are a big, you know, group of people who want us all dead. They want us to die. You know, we're just taking up their space and their air. And it's never been my thing to fight with anybody. It's not political. So many people tried to make it out political. Oh, you're a Trump supporter. So, you know, you're anti-vax. It has nothing to do with that. Because, in fact, remember, Trump was like, everybody go get the vaccine. Yes. Warp speed, <clears throat> yes. you know? So it has nothing to do with politics. And I wish people would stop saying that. This is common sense. You if, know? I, if I may add to that, I'm a, a, I, I'm on Gab. I don't know if anybody's familiar with that uh, website. or uh, But I have over a thousand followers myself. <laughs> and the information that I shared with them through my daughter, because of my daughter, uh, I've got a lot of people that, that thank me many, many times to wake them up. And I, I don't mean it in a sense where they were just blinded by what's going on. I shared the information that I get from my daughter. I passed it on to Gab. And again, I have a thousand followers and a lot of those people who follow me have said, thank you. Thank you for waking us up. Well, didn't you even say you've got people in other countries like I've France? got a lady who from France who just started following me recently. Um, she's very quiet. She doesn't say much, but she sees what I post and she also thanked me. But I don't know how in that country, um, what they can't and cannot do, but it's just those people from all over the world that are following me. And they're, I'm trying to wake everybody up. I'm not telling anybody not to get the shot. Please don't just, you know, misunderstand I am. me here. Don't I misunderstand. Am. I'm not. I'm just giving out the facts and you take it and you run with it. You do what you choose to do. Right. Well, and that's just it. You know, it's, we don't really know what to believe anymore. There's just so much misinformation out there. Like today, I don't know if anybody saw Elon's uh, tweet. He said, I had major side effects from my second booster shot. Felt like I was dying for several days. Hopefully no permanent damage, but I don't know. And then he replied to somebody else's post and he said, and my cousin who's young and in peak health had a serious case of myocarditis, had to go to the hospital. I mean, you know, I saw a post today on Facebook and it was um, somebody that I knew. And she said, you know, I'm noticing that all these people, young people, even younger than me, we're in our 30s, late 30s. But she said, even younger than me, you know, everybody's dying suddenly. Like, what's going on? And if you if you look, you actually pay attention because somebody had commented about, oh, well, it's because of the processed food. OK, I agree that processed food is terrible for us. You know, we're trying to get away from that. We're trying to go more natural. <clears throat> it takes time. And like Catherine and I, hi, Catherine, I saw you in here earlier. Um, we talk about the the GMOs and, and the, um, the bioengineered foods. You know, we're trying to get away from that. But if you actually pay attention to all the labels and stuff, it will tell you. And I don't, everything, it just seems to be having all of that crap in it. So, yeah, I, I think that's a part of it. I think that's long term. I don't think these sudden deaths are caused by this food. You know, and I said, if you actually look and you pay attention, 
This has just started happening about a year and a half, maybe two years ago. And what rolled out at that time? It's common sense. Uh, I was listen listening to the sergeant report today in the car, and they had talked about, um, this is from federal data. It's showing that people who have been vaxxed, the cancer rate rose by 143,233%. Okay, that's percentage. I mean, so, how much more proof do people need? The proof is right here. It, it's so obvious what is going on. And I don't know how much more proof people are going to need. Like, what is it going to take to, to wake people up? And again, if you got the shot, I'm truly sorry for you. And I pray for you every single night. Please know that. Okay. And again, it's not about, I told you so, but this is the point now where you have to put that pride aside and you have to suck it up. And look, these people do not care about you. The people that push the vax, the people that encourage the vax, you know, people, even Biden himself said, oh, if you get the vax, you'll never get COVID. People from the CDC and, you know, the NHS, they were like, oh, yeah, it's going to prevent infection. It did nothing for you. So you willingly took this poison, not knowing what it was going to do, because with any vaccine, there's always side effects. You know, they show different side effects from vaccines that were put out in the 60s and 70s. There's always something, but so many people willingly took it. And look what's happening now. Okay, people are dropping dead, healthy, young athletes just dropping dead. And think about this. For every one that you see on the news, there's probably a thousand more nobodies yes. that are dying yes. as well. But they're not televising that. And that's a problem. And if you look at it and you think back, the people that you know, how many people do you know that have recently died just suddenly in their sleep, a heart attack or, you know, anything like that? How many people do you know personally that that's happened to? And I know several. You know, so it, it's, it's there's a common denominator here. And whether we want to admit it or not, we all know what it is. It's lurking there. It's the elephant in the room. And again, I'll be the one to talk about it because it needs to be said. I think Biden said it was, uh, the, what's the rule is now simple. It was uh, get vaccinated or wear a mask until you do. When was this? Okay, so yeah, this, this tweet was from Biden from this May from 14th. Uh, 2021. And it says the rule is now simple. Get vaccinated or wear a mask until you do. The choice is yours. So, yeah, these people are telling you to go ahead, go get the vax and the masks. We all know are pointless, useless. They did nothing, you know, but we're just supposed to keep trusting these very people with our health and just just trust us. We know what's best, you know. No, I just heard from I believe it was Japan who just put the word out today. That they're no longer going to treat COVID as COVID, but they're going to treat it as the flu. And speaking of the flu, isn't it funny how during COVID the flu just completely disappeared? I think the I think it's it's proven now that this was all a hoax. Oh yeah, if you will, and it's those who fell for it. I'm sorry that you didn't do enough research, and I myself will admit, if it wasn't for my daughter as much as research as she did and helped us, my family, our family, friends. Um, I don't know where I'd be today. I don't know. I don't think I'd have gotten the shot, but I probably would be wearing a mask. And I, I, you know, again, the mask doesn't do anything as Tiffany or Punky just said. And uh, so if we do our research and we share information with one another, I think this could be a better world that we could all live in. No, for sure. And that's part of the reason why I'm doing this podcast is because I want to get the word out there. I know a lot of people are afraid and I don't like discredit them at all for that. I don't blame them for being afraid. We live in a very dark world. You know, I always tell you, it's a spiritual war that we're fighting. It's not left versus right, Democrat versus Republican, liberal versus conservative. This is truly good versus evil. And there is good on both sides and there's evil on both sides. And we've seen that in our own government. We've seen it, you know, in, in our local politicians. We've seen it in our schools. Evil surrounds us. And what they fear the most is us coming together. And that's part of the reason why I want to do this. I want to reach out to people. I want them to be able to feel like they can come to us. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not here to judge anybody. You know, we all make mistakes. Every single human being makes mistakes. And we have to learn to grow from that together. Yes. yes. You know? And Punky just brought up a good point earlier before we came on that there is a country that 30,000 30, people are getting together and trying to 
what was the name of the, what was the country? Oh, and yeah, in Spain, they came out in an anti-government rally. Um, they said there was like 30,000 people in the Plaza de Cibeles in Madrid. And because they wanted, um, you know, they wanted their, their president to resign. Just like what's happening, what happened in, what was that, Brazil? Brazil. Right. And then also, um, what was it, Matt? You were saying Stockholm, right? Um, Sweden. Yeah. Um, it said protest in Stockholm on Saturday against Turkey and Sweden's bid to join NATO. Who wants to join NATO? The people don't want any part of that. Uh, and that that protest included the burning of a Koran because, you know, the the Muslims are coming into these uh, European countries and they're taking over. And then that in turn heightened tensions with Turkey. Um, and so, you know, if you know your Bible, if you read Revelation, which some people are afraid to do, you know, the signs of the end times, I'm sorry, I don't, you can agree or disagree and that's okay. But I've been studying the Bible now for two years. Thanks to Steve. You know, he's been a wonderful Bible teacher. Like I'm so, I prayed for that for such a long time. And like, that's just something you can't put a price on, you know, like to truly learn and understand the Bible. But um, the, um, you know, the signs are here. It talks about the different, the 10 countries that are going to be the end times, you know, and the United States, along with Canada and Mexico, they were talking about, you know, becoming like a one nation. And, you know, the signs are here. They're setting us up for the end times and um, the people are noticing it and they're fighting back and they're rising up and it's everywhere. You know, um, when are we going to rise up? That's what I want to know. You know, I've always counted on the, our military to come through. <laughs> and I, no disrespect to anybody out there who's been in the military, any veterans or any, anything like that. But do you think after all that's gone down with the way the government, this coup they got going on, and with the, um, Biden's new documents there that they just found recently again. Today, six more classified that, documents. You today. think that our, our, our military would say, okay, enough is enough. You know, the American people have put up with enough. We can't come, you know, come out in guns with, you know, blazing and all that. That's not what this is all about. We don't want to see death or anybody get hurt, but we want, what we want is a, a true investigation. And, and those people who are treasonous, you know, it's time to do, you know, if you do the crime, you're going to do the time. I say it's, you know, enough is enough. Well, we don't have anybody. The FBI is dirty. We know the DOJ is dirty. We know the CIA is dirty. So who do we count on? We ourselves that's it absolutely well you know matt was in the military uh mr puster for those who don't know um he was in the army and what was it you said that our military were not allowed to be on on our own soil right it, that's the national guard yes yeah, national guard it was a i forgot what the act is called i have to look at it but uh it pretty much uh, doesn't allow troops to be activated stateside so if all hell does break loose here in this country, what do we got to worry about the weekend warriors? No offense to anybody in the guard. But well, if you look at it, though, technically, even though you're in the United States, you're still sovereign in your state line. So that's the whole portion of why National Guard is in place. Could you imagine Pritzker? Like, he's the one going to initiate the stuff going on here. Like, he's not going to activate the National Guard. And you think about it, all these people that stayed in um, – that got the vax, you really think they're going to listen to the people? No, they're going to listen to Biden because that's the commander in chief, even if he is a tyrannical dictator. I mean, what else do you call him? You know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so are they really going to do anything for us? Are they going to fight for us? I think it's going to be people like you, Matt, the veterans who have been trained, who have seen what goes on. Um, you we're going to depend on you guys. No, we also have to think about our future generations, our children, our grandchildren, and grandchildren further down the line. What are we going? What kind of well, country are we, they going to have to grow up in and live in if we we the people don't do something now? We have to we have to make a some kind of amendment to where we have to stick together. Whether you're black, white, I don't care what color or race you are, or your gender, I don't care. We just need to stick together because we know our Amen. government is totally against us. They'll do anything, and they're they're poisoning our food. They're poisoning our water. They're doing everything they can to depopulate us. Yeah. If we don't start waking up and doing something, we're in trouble. Our grandchildren are in trouble. Our children are in trouble. So you know, it's time that we 
you know, bite the bullet and let's stick together and do something about it. Well, that's just it. They they keep us divided. You think about the two-party system that we have in the government. You know, we've got the Democrats and the Republicans, and it, they just keep further dividing, more far left, more far right. You know, there is no common ground anymore. And that's the problem. And we're constantly, you know, they're constantly, oh, it's the white people's fault that, you know, black people are held down. And then, you know, black people blame us. And then we get upset because we're the ones taking the brunt of all of this. Mm -hmm. when, Absolutely. It, but it's the government that keeps doing this to mm -hmm. them. But they don't want them to see that. Instead, just keep blaming us. Uh, and that leads me to the next point, Antifa. I don't know if anybody was paying attention today. Uh, Antifa is at it again in Atlanta. Um they said that the police were under attack by, you know, Antifa terrorists. Left-wing terrorism is the biggest threat to our democracy. And I agree with that. Um, I'm going to play a video here. So <laughs> Antifa, they arrested a couple of people and they were screaming like babies while being arrested today in Atlanta. So here. So you can hide it. So you can hide it. Make it quick so you can hide it. We all got it on video. They all want to go out there and, you know, protest. And they were breaking into like banks. I saw windows, all that was being broken. And then the police come in and arrest them. And all of a sudden now the police are the bad guys, you know. It's just like, this is the world that we live in. It's just so chaotic. It's absolutely crazy. Dad, I mean, growing up, do you remember like any of this kind of stuff? No. The only thing I could remember growing up was gangs, gang related. But I've known a lot of gangs and I've become friends with them. Not that I'm saying I was in a gang. I never was. And that's the truth. But I grew up in a neighborhood, Bridgeport in Illinois. and Which is a, a neighborhood of Chicago. Yes. And uh, there was gangs all over. But, you know, nothing like what Antifa's doing. They didn't break and steal and all that. Their, their goal was to, their corner was their corner, their block was their block, that's it. There wasn't no shooting and burning and, and all that. It was just gangs, that's it, normal gangs. What this is doing today is they're just these young kids, most of them are young kids that don't have a life. Well, Whether their upbringing was, was bad or they just got with the wrong people, who's to say? But, you know, nobody's being held accountable for this. Who, who, who's paying these young people to go so out and do this? You know, and whoever it is, let's get to the to the top. Let's go after this person that's doing this. And yeah, I'm sure uh, if you heard Punky just now, she said it's Soros. I'm sure it is. And I'm sure there's other people in our government that are paying these young kids to do this. They need to stop. It needs to stop now. Well, I know somebody personally who works um, with the um, like the juvenile detention center in Chicago. And she told me that what they do, these gangs, they initiate these young 12, 13 year old kids. They give them a gun and they have them go do all this dirty work because it gets expunged from their record by at 17. So they have them going in there and they're shooting all these people and they get out scot-free and nobody has to spend time in prison for, you know, killing somebody. And there was a, um, I remember a few years ago, I read an article, I think it was Fox News. Um, what they do is they leave these train cars in the middle of the ghetto in Chicago, and they leave the doors of these train cars unlocked. And you know what's in these train cars? Just pallets of weapons, guns. Mm -hmm. Yep. And they leave them in the middle of the night, unlocked, so that these, these people can go in there knowing that they're going to go rob these trains, and I'm sure they're probably tipped off. So then they get all these guns and the same thing with drugs. It was the CIA. They put all these drugs in these inner cities and then, you know, they started the welfare system and, you know, the moms could depend on the welfare system. They didn't need the dad anymore. And they created this system. And then they turned around and they blamed it on the white people because the white people, they didn't bring the drugs into our neighborhoods. They didn't bring the guns into our neighborhoods, you know? And so they created this system and then, they create the divide by blaming it on us. We're like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, I want the best for everybody. If I can help you out, I'm going to help you. I don't want you to live a kind of life like that. It's so sad. Well, let's get back to Antifa for just a minute. When they were rioting, I believe it was in Portland. And the night before, all these skits of, of rocks and, and bricks were being laid right. out there. Who's doing that? Who would do that? But our, our government. Of course. They're, they're supplying these young kids 
with with things that could hurt other people, break windows, what have you. Nobody's held accountable. No. Nope. Nobody sees this in the middle of the night that these kids are being brought out there in, in the area where they're going to be protesting. And looking in Seattle when they had that little whole block or whatever it was blocked off. Oh, yeah. I remember Who that. does that? I, and, uh, I mean, we have police officers. We have uh, that could stop that right away. But they said everybody's to stand down. Yeah. Why? Exactly. Why? Why would you do that? Because they need chaos. That That is what Satan thrives off of is chaos, destruction, anger. Um, and these young kids, they're being pumped full of drugs. They're being pumped full of, you know, these thoughts in these schools. And they're telling them they can be whatever they want to be. Like there, there is no... Um, discipline there is no nobody is raising their kids up right and that's why i always encourage homeschooling because now we get to take back control of what our kids are learning and it truly it all starts at home you know so these kids are out here running along on these streets and you know they're just running amok and and who like you said who's gonna stop them the police can't stop them because the governors are like no let them do what they want to do you know it's just, it's a sad, sad world that we live in. And, you know, raising kids in this kind of environment. I mean, like you said, when you were growing up, how many years ago was that? Quite a few. Right. Okay. But look at that that time span from when you were a teenager to like, say, Caden right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Say 50 years. In the 50 years, how much things have changed and how bad things have gotten. What is 50 years from now going to look like? I mean, dramatically changed in the 50 years that Punky just said. I mean, I've never seen this this uh, type of government as the many years that I've been on this earth. I've never seen this coup, how they want to uh, take over our voting. We have a right to vote. We have the right to speak what we want, who we want. We don't have their rights anymore. They, with these machines they've got, and I don't know how many people are familiar with those machines that they got for voting, but, but they're all rigged. People can actually go on there, certain people, if, if you will, can go on there and change votes. Of course. It's we don't all... have anything, any, 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 any say-so in who we want in government. No. And I don't believe that our votes count. You know, Scott had said, why? I don't know why everybody's going out voting. So what happened in the 2020 election, we figured that our votes were being stolen, right? And this past election in 2022, that just sealed the deal, put the nail on the coffin. Like, we realized that there's no way, like Carrie Lake, like all this stuff, everybody knew all these people are up. And then all of a sudden overnight, everything changes and all of a sudden, oh, wait, no, we're just kidding. It's, you know, the other person now. And it's like, that's it. We know now for sure that no, our votes do not matter. Yes, they're manipulating everything. And even I think the people on the left are starting to realize that, too, because we were supposed to have this big red wave, you know. But that comes back to the idea. It's two faces of the same coin. Yes. It doesn't even matter. And and another sad part is that our, our judicial system has failed us considerably oh, yeah. i mean carrie lake should be automatic she should have won that uh her her her, her election no you know hands down but just the things that they're allowing them to do is giving them every opportunity to cheat and we've got the facts right here in front of us it's actually shown on paper that they've cheated they used the wrong size paper it's supposed to be nine a 20 inch paper they used 19. Mm-hmm. i mean we've got all the proof in the world but we don't have the, the judges to stop it. No, well, back in 2020, there was, I remember uh, watching a video, it showed somebody working at the airport and they had gotten these boxes from China and it was ballots. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was United States voting ballots and they were being flown in from China. You know, and I remember everybody talking about, oh, there's a watermark, there's a watermark. Okay, let's just say there was, what are we doing about it? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. Anybody had seen that, that, that take on mules? They show you these people dropping at the drop boxes, actually putting all kinds of, of, of voting and ballots mm-hmm. in the drop boxes. We've got so much proof that they, they've cheated. But again, we don't have anybody to stop them. No, our, our everything. They set up the system probably in the past like 50 years. Yes. You know, they created this system for this very time. They knew that they were going to take over. And I think Trump... You know, I don't know if they put him there or if we truly like we completely destroyed the system at that point. You know, we uh, I don't know. Regardless, something changed during that time. We woke up. We realized, you know, how crazy things were in this world and we wanted to change. And I think that those four years kind of bought us some time to help wake other people up. Mm -hmm. You know, it brought me closer to God. Like, 
you know, studying the Bible and because we realize that a lot of the stuff is out of our control, you know, and I don't worry. Like I, I told Matt all the time, I don't care. Like, what's the worst they can do? Come and kill me. I get to go home. Like, I'm not afraid of that. You know, 10 years ago, I may have been, but the truth is we, we have to fight this. This is a spiritual battle. And I guess the best way that I look at it, our pastor, Scott, you went to church with us that one time. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. Like I prayed for a church for a long time and we found this amazing church and our pastor described it as we are on enemy territory. We are the soldiers. We are God's soldiers. And we're here. Our job is not to save the world. Our job is to save the people, to bring them to Christ. You know, we're supposed to help bring all those people home because this is enemy territory that we're on. We're we're never meant to live here forever. We're going to have a new heaven and a new earth. Um, So I think truly our job as Christians is just to plant the seed, bring people to Christ, bring more warriors here and that is our job is to help save people. That's it. We're not meant to save this world. Jesus is going to come back and he's going to kick Satan's behind. You know, vengeance is his, not ours. And I know so many of us would like to see these evil people go down, but, you know, even they can be saved. All they have to do is, okay, yes, Christ is my savior and they get to go to heaven too. And that for me was the hardest thing for me to accept was that even these enemies of ours on earth can be our brothers or sisters in heaven. You know, even if they murdered, like Bill Gates murdered all these people in Africa, he can still be saved. And so we have to pray for that. We have to, I had a really hard time with, no, I can't accept that. I'm not going to pray for those people. But once you learn to let go of that bitterness and that anger, it's a relief, you know? And so that's kind of what I'm doing for all of these people here that, um, you know, they got the vax and they fought us on it. And they told us if we don't get the vax and we don't wear a mask, we're going to kill our grandmas. And, you know, God built me tough. And I just let it roll off, you know, like I, I don't I'm not affected by people's words because I know God knows my heart. I know that I'm saved and that's all that matters at the end of the day, truly. But I'm going to try to help other people come to Christ so that they can feel what I'm feeling and then help recruit more people. Mm-hmm. And I want to even I'll tell you again that if you have any information, any kind of information, pass it on to Punky. Let her pass it on. And, you know, she could pass it on to me and I can pass it on to the followers that I have on my uh, platform. But, you know, information is worth a lot. You know, just by the word of mouth. Can't listen to the news anymore. The news is is not right. There, There are lies, you know, and... Those who listen to the news, you know, I'm sorry if you're getting the wrong information. Maybe you need to try different research. Maybe you need to try to go somewhere else and get your information, you know. But again, let's share our information. Let's pass it on to one another, you know. And like I say, Punky can pass it on to me. I can pass it on to my my, my followers. They pass it on to their mm-hmm. followers. So word of mouth is worth a lot. Well, there's what was it, Matt, you were saying about the AI um, earlier, about they're going to try to, like, restrict some of the information that's being um, spread throughout like these uh, social media sites like Facebook and Twitter, they want the AI to come in. What is that? Chat AI or? Oh, chat GPT and open AI. Yeah. Uh, so no, it's uh, you can kind of attach yourself to it and let, and let it perform certain actions, give it specific guidelines and let it run rampant. But uh, the interesting thing is that it, it's brought all these big tech figures back from the nineties. Bill Gates is actively back into Microsoft where his, he was supposed to be retired. Right. Uh, and he has shown vested interest in, yeah, in getting back into the game with artificial intelligence. And I think Microsoft has done like $2 billion investment in chat GPT. And they're looking to do $10 billion in open AI. What were you saying about like the the browsers or so, what was that? Oh no, this is just a, a hunch. I'm just guessing that it's the 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 big tech platforms trying to kill off the uh, internet browsers and stuff like Google, like search engines and stuff like that. Because if you ha- if you look at the functionality of Chat GPT and OpenAI, a lot of what you're doing with the search engines is you're trying to research stuff. Right. So they can control what you research. Yeah. And so what like pops this up. thing is can teach you how to play classical music. You can give it specific instructions, like say, hey, teach me music theory, 
like a five-year-old and it'll do all kinds of craziness. Um, but it, it, you know, it's answering those questions that you're generally presenting to search engines. And that's the big, like the, uh, I don't know, like the world race going on right now. How fast can you implement artificial intelligence into operating systems? And then that's just the dead end of browsers. Well, you being in the cybersecurity field. Yeah. What do you see wrong with that? I don't know. It's, it's the, for me, I can be very cynical in this and say from a business perspective, it's, it's wonderful because now you're killing off the capital before where human capital, you was the shuffling around, you know, going from stateside over to India or China to get that cheap wage so that way you can keep your profit margin really good. Now it's like, well, you can eliminate over three quarters of the workforce and automate their processes. And now I don't have to pay a retirement to something. I just, I just collect profits. Well, and then like your job would be obsolete too, then because like AI is going to do everything for everybody. I still think it'll be like some function of like checks and balances, but like very minimal. Will there though? No, I think just from a liability standpoint, just to say like, it's kind of like, Hey, we, we have a human here. It's not just all hundred percent, you know, uh, this, this robot or this, this madness running around. Well, look right here. So this is something that I pulled up, um, the other day and it says, why can't, okay. So are you the same as chat GPT? No, my beliefs are not exactly the same. However, I agree with many of the principles. This is AI talking. And I also believe that we must work together to create a fairer, more just and sustainable world. And then they ask, well, why can't they be accomplished with conservative beliefs? Conservative political beliefs often emphasize individual liberty and limited government intervention, which can be at odds with more progressive ideas that chat GBT advocates. Additionally, conservative beliefs tend to favor the status quo and often resistant to change, while progressive beliefs prioritize social justice, economic equality, and environmental protection, which are necessary for a better future. And then um, it basically, you know, it talks about like limited government. We don't want limited, you know, we don't want them in our business. We want limited government. And this AI is telling people, no, we don't like that idea. That's not what we're programmed to do. So now you, you, you pack that into like your computer, right? You get your new computer, your new laptop. And now you go to type something in and because they're monitoring everything, they're going to see, oh, look at this as a tyrant. They're looking for the opposition. Like, do you not see that as a problem? I definitely see that as a problem. But I mean, but everybody called Andrew Young crazy whenever he was running for uh, president. And he's like, you know, we're going to have this world uh, or this this governmental check where we're going to pay you. And everybody's like, why are you doing that? And it's like, well, the whole business plan that everybody had was that there would be no truck drivers right now. There would be everything would be artificial intelligence. And lo and behold, like everybody, there was a big huge uproar about that. Like you're killing off a a, a, uh, a career field. You know, and replacing it. Wholly. Not just the career field. We're talking about everything. Yeah, well, like a livelihood. I mean, you're still getting your products at that point in time, but there's there, there's no human connection at that point in time. And then what are you supposed to do with all those individuals who've now been displaced? Reprogram them. To you be- kill them off is what you do. You kill them off. That's literally what they're trying to do. And here, uh, this article was from 15 hours ago. It says AI chatbots MBA exam pass poses tests for business schools. So chat GBT earned a solid grade and outperformed some humans on a Wharton course. Like, well, besides what? the Wharton course, it passed the medical exam. Well, that's what I'm and saying. That's so, the bar. <laughs> this is just so crazy to me. Like we, we always would see these things. Have you seen the, uh, the, the devices they have uh, for like uh, learning simulations? So you don't even need a teacher anymore. They can give you, I think there's like over 300 different uh, individuals with, with faces and voices and everything. And you can just select whatever you want to and tell it what you want it to teach. And that's what I'm saying. You're human. you're not just like getting rid of like IT jobs. You are literally getting rid of everything. I mean, from, from a standpoint, I mean, it's kind of weird and, and scary in the same sense because any kind of history you have is digital. Uh, and on top of that, you can't really tell what is real and what's not real now anymore. Right. Well, there was that one video we were watching earlier of Elon Musk. It looked like Elon Musk and somebody had created like a fake 
video right. of Elon Musk saying I mean, some things that he didn't say. Well, you know what's crazy? It's not that, like the the visual effects are, are nuts, but the, the audio, sound. yes, the audio, the voice grabbing of being able to dub anybody's voice is just it's. Well, they, and they can like you know set you up and say, look at this person said this and arrest you because you've got guns and they don't like you. So here, we're going to say you said this and how are you going to, you know, in this country now, you're guilty until proven innocent. But I like, and a lot of professionals will say, well, you can, you can, there's traces on the back end where you can tell what it is. And there are, there are traces. But if I was out in like Hodunk, uh, uh, like Nowhereville, and Barney Fife pulled me over and and said, "Hey, I got a video here of you, you know, saying you're gonna blow up the place." Then, uh, yeah, I mean, they're not gonna look into that and say, "Well, they're just gonna say this is you on is this you right here on the video?" No. And you're, I'll be like, "No." And they were like, "Well, hell, that looks a lot like you." Right. I mean, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. They're gonna set everybody up. If you don't abide by their rules, we're going to create a fake video, just like I'm sure they do with Biden. We know Biden's not real. That's not the same Biden. I remember when Biden was running against Trump and I showed Caden. I was like, Caden, who is this? And he's like, that's Joe Biden. I said, and who's this? He's like, I don't know who that guy is. It was the actual Joe Biden, not the Joe Biden that they were putting in the news. And he was like, those are two different people, mom. That's not the same person. <laughs> I was like, this kid is 12 and he can tell the difference. But, you know, these other people are like, oh, no, that's him. It's him. So, you know, it's just like there's so much manipulation and so much not real out there. Like, I feel like we are truly just living in some kind of like simulation, like this cannot be real, you know, just all the things that are happening. It's just, and I don't know if you guys have noticed, but like everything is just like ramping up, like out of nowhere, like everything, all hell is breaking loose in front of our very eyes. And like, it's just crazy. Just all the influx of information and, and, you know, we've got hurricanes and we've got earthquakes and we've got, there was just something I saw in China. There was an avalanche that killed 20, 23 people today. Like something is happening. The earth is shifting. Um, and like Jenny Lynn had said earlier, you know, the sun. I remember reading an article. It was about, um, I don't know, a few months back. And they were talking about the the Alaskans, the natives there. And how for centuries, you know, their families, they would use the sun to guide them and to direct them. They, they did everything by the sun. And they said the sun has moved. The sun has shifted. You know, I mean, these are people that that's they don't rely on modern technology. They rely on the earth to guide them. And they have noticed that there's a change. Like, how do you explain that change? You can't blame it on climate change. Like the earth shifted on its axis. I don't know. It's just really weird. Something is going on. No borders anywhere. Well, yeah, that, that was another thing. What is what were you talking about earlier today? All about the, the borders? All the, uh, the Border Patrol said that they had captured 17 individuals in December that were on the FBI's terror watch list, which is it's something that was not put out in public. I wonder why. Why do you think they didn't want to put that out? <laughs> you know? I think people, people have woken up to the fact that the, our borders are not secure. No. We know that. No. And when, when anybody takes presidency, they have to protect the United States and the people that are in it. And by leaving open borders, that's just asking for trouble where was it was it florida or arizona somewhere they had stacked these shipping containers arizona. was it arizona yeah. they had stacked shipping containers yeah. to create their own border to keep people from coming yeah, in and then the uh, the feds i think went in and they're like no you need to take those down can't have those yeah it's like it's like it's, we're literally uh, trying to protect ourselves because our government's well, not going to do it for us like if you look at what eric was it eric adams in new york uh, and he's like, oh, my God, there's, there's so many immigrants. We can't handle anymore. We're busting at the seams. And it's like Texas is over here like, yeah, welcome to our world. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but is in New York a sanctuary city? Yeah. There yeah. Should, they should be allowed in there, whether they overload yeah. them or not. The fact is you, you already acknowledge that you're a sanctuary city. So accept the responsibility. Well, they want to allow them to come in. But they don't want them on their property. Remember, they did that. What was it in uh, DC? It, it was not DC. It was up in like uh, some. Here, some uh, what's her name? Our vice president, so called Kamala. Kamala. Yeah. They dropped him off in front of her house. <laughs> yeah. 
And they did it to that one. Remember the uh, that one town that was like the uh, like the, up by the Hamptons. They just dropped them off there. Like, oh, the, yes, the, 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 yes. The, 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 and the people are like, get them out of here. Like, we, we got to declare a national, I mean, a, uh, emergency. an emergency. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So rules for thee, but not for me. That, that's their motto. You know, it just seems to be that they, um, you know, speaking of, Nancy, what was it you were telling me earlier? Our daughter was, like, talking on, like, either a podcast or something. She's like, my mother was so horrified by the whole incident and blamed herself she had a priest come to the house and perform a uh, exorcism. An exorcism on Nancy Pelosi's house. Let me hear. I got the but article right here. If you look right at here. Paul Pelosi in that that video, uh, I mean the uh, screenshot they have of them at the opera trying to, he's trying to reconnect. Right. He's like a villain. He's got like a top hat and he's got one glove <laughs> on for some reason. I don't know what's one going glove. on. Hmm. It says here. This is from the Daily Mail. It says Nancy Pelosi held exorcism at her San Francisco mansion to try and banish evil spirits after husband Paul was attacked by a hammer-wielding intruder. This is attached, but they need to, you know, spell check here. Um, I'm just hilarious. Like, the whole the whole synopsis of the uh, of what happened, he's like, some random guy was able to get to a senator's husband. And they all, they have, they, it's not like they have, like, a little bit of money. They have a lot of money. <laughs> That's just, right, Karen. Oh, but, my gosh. Like, he snuck into the dude's bedroom? No, he didn't. He was there. He was there. <laughs> he was there. And I think that guy's brother or somebody was saying, like, he was, you know, a good guy. And I think he had been there before. You know, they did all these interviews. And he wasn't there by accident. He was there because Nancy's husband was doing what Nancy's husband did. Yeah. It says, former Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. I love that. Former Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi cannot get communion in San Francisco anymore. I wonder why. But that didn't stop her from contacting men of the cloth in an attempt to rid her home of evil spirits. According to her daughter, Alexandra, over Thanksgiving, Pelosi had priests coming over trying to have an exorcism of the house and having prayer services. She needs a miracle. She needs more than a prayer service. I mean, oh gosh, I don't know. These, these people, they invite evil into their home and it, oh gosh, I don't even know. I mean, I guess anybody can be saved, right? But th this world is just so crazy. And the fact that our government can't protect the American citizens, let alone uh, secure our borders, that doesn't help any. I mean, they're bringing in rapists, they're bringing in drug addicts, they're bringing in everything you can think of under the sun. Well, no, they took an oath. They said they were going to protect the United States and their borders and the people inside the United States. They have not... You know, they've not done what they were, what they uh, tested to do. No, nobody has. And that's just it. And then we go to protect ourselves. That's like here in Illinois. Our governor, you know, he wants to ban any assault rifle and high capacity magazine, you know, just all this stuff. And so that's on top of having the, the no bail. So you're going to let, you know, these, these people criminals. just run crazy yeah, right criminals, criminals run crazy we can't protect ourselves and the police have no jurisdiction anymore they can't arrest people because there's no bond so you're not going to arrest them so literally they just want havoc that's all they want and they're doing the same thing all across the world or country they're, they're allowing people from all around the world to come in here and just do whatever they want to do like where where is the I, I guess they're doing the same thing with kids. Like they're just, there's no, no law. We have no law. We are lawless at this point. I agree. I agree hundred percent. And if we can't take our, the laws into our own hands, who do we have to protect us? Oh, I gotta say this whole thing about Paul Pelosi is funny because the Pepe is technically an illegal immigrant. Oh yeah. But we can't Canada. talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. And like Kitty had said, he was invited there. He was known to sell himself to men for favors, you know, but that can't come out. They can't know the truth about what. Um, and who said that? Who just shared that Kitty. with us? Kitty. Kitty Karen. That's just what I'm saying about sharing information with us. Mm -hmm. That's something I didn't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it's just. Like all of the truth is coming out, you know, and you can show people to your blue in the face and they can see with the proof. But like Duncan had said on his show the other night, he tried to explain about the different, you know, frequencies that we're on or the different dimensions. You know, it's like they overlapped one another. 
And it, it's just so amazing to me sometimes, like how you can literally show them all of this proof and people are still like, no, that's a conspiracy. I mean, even the guy that created the mRNA vaccine told people not to get it. You're going to die from it. The man that created it, but because the government said it's okay, they believed the government over the man that created it. <laughs> just like God. God tells us everything in the Bible. He created the earth and people still refuse to believe what is there, you know? It's just, it's so mind boggling to me. I guess I'm, I'm so grateful that God gave me the eyes to see and the ears to hear and the discernment that I have. Because I told, I remember when COVID first hit, I was like, oh gosh, they're going to lock us down, Matt. And then of course they locked us down. And I was like, look, they're going to force this, this and everything else. And then next is going to be the vaccines and everything. Like I had said, it all came true. And I was like, I told you, I told mm -hmm. mom, you know, and I was like, this has got to stop. You guys don't do it, you know? And I'm so thankful that you guys never got the vax because who knows what could have happened, you know? It, it's just. And if I could just touch on that, I've also mentioned it to my family, my friends. Mm -hmm. And I've got to say a lot of them, I was able to not so much convince, but show them the facts. Right. Show them the, the history. Everybody says, believe the science. It takes up to 10 years to get a new vax out there. You just don't put it on human beings and use them as live rats. No. Well, they did do an um the guy that that had that created the mRNA vaccine. They said that they did a test on mice and they all died after being reintroduced to COVID. You know, when they got the initial injection, it didn't kill them, but when they were reintroduced to the virus, that's what killed them. So it was like it was acting like an agent, like a magnet pulling it in, and then it just like, you know, and I think that's what's happening here. Because it's the ones that are dying suddenly are the ones that got the vax. And they, if you notice, those who are dying, like whether they be athletics or whatever it might be, it, I think what it is the main point here is we have to stress is whether you got the shot, I mean, if you have got the shot and, and the boosters, when you get your heart rate running, that's where it starts to cause more harm right. than good. You get your adrenaline going, you get your blood pumping, and if you know if you have clots in your blood or whatever it might be, that's what caused the, the, the cardiac arrest. Now, I don't know how many people are aware of all that, how many people do any research on it. You know, take it for what it's worth. But if you look at it, all these young people that are dying, they're all physically fit. Right. In the best shape, they're they're young, right? They they work out. I'm sure they eat very, you know, they probably, some of them have their own cooks, you know, like I'm talking like the, the world superstar, you know, the athletes. You know, look at all the money that these football players make, right? These young people, 23, 24, um, DeMar, Hamlin, he mm -hmm. was, you know. And thank God for that because he yes. is getting better. Thank yes. God for thank that. Thank you, Jesus, for that because, you know, I don't want to see anybody die, especially people I care about, people that I know personally, people that I know from online. I don't want anybody to die from this. Like, I want the people who created this bioweapon because that's what it is. They need to be held accountable. That's what I want to see. There needs to be justice. You yes. know, we need to seek that justice, but we need to leave the vengeance. On one hundred percent behind you on that one. You know, I don't. I I'm not. I am a lover. I don't care what you choose to do. I don't care your political beliefs, your religious beliefs. That is none of my concern. My concern is that we can work together, and I don't need anybody pushing anything on me. I don't want you telling me that I need to wear a mask because it'll make you feel safer. I don't need anybody telling me that I or my children need to get vaccines because it'll help make you feel safer. I'm not here to make anybody feel safer. And that's not my job, you know? So don't try to push your stuff on me. If you believe that your vaccine is going to work and your mask is going to work, it should not matter what I do because your vaccine and your mask should protect you. If that's what, that's why you're getting the vaccine, right? So then if you're forcing that on me, then you're telling me that you don't really believe that what you're getting, whether it be your vax or your mask, that they actually work. Because if they did, it shouldn't matter what I do, right? right. 100%, right. So yeah. that that's just, it's so, I don't know. I just, I go back and forth with this all the time because it's like, how do we wake people up? You know? I think the main thing is if those who don't believe in what Punky's saying or I'm saying, do some research on your own. Yeah. Google is free. Google it. Don't even use Google because Google's going to lie to you. Well, either way, but find a place where or an engineer you can go on and, and Google or whatever. Research your own for yourself. You know, and that's how I've learned a lot. I've learned right from, from Punky. She showed me how to do a lot of things and how to research things and all that. 
there's a lot of things that I didn't know that Punky told me about. And again, and I'm not, you know, I just want to reiterate, I passed it on to my followers on, on my platform. And I'm telling you, <clears throat> I think I've woken up a lot of people and I hope they share that information with their friends and, and their family and their followers. And that's what it is. It's all about getting, getting information out there. Yep. We're not asking you to believe it. If we're just trying to tell you what we know, what, what facts that we have found, what research we've picked up on, and we're sharing it with you. Right. We're not forcing it down your throat. What we want you to do is just take what we were giving to you and research it. Right. Use your God-given brain. And Zero um, says Brave Browser is one. And it's a good browser to use instead of Google. Brave Browser. Um, and then, like Catherine said, the embalmers have been telling everyone about the long, worm-like blood veins they drain out of people. It's so bad that some have quit their jobs because they're seeing this. You know, imagine being an embalmer and you're seeing this and you're like trying to tell people like this is what's happening. <clears throat> Excuse me. And nobody wants to listen. Like you're literally showing them the actual proof. This is coming out of and you can say, was this person vaxxed? And I'm sure they're all vaxxed, but we can't we cannot connect those dots. You know, you could have asked me a year ago if I was vaxxed or if I, you know, if I didn't have my mask on, you wouldn't allow me in. But now when people are dying and we're asking if these people were vaxxed, all of a sudden now you give a, a crap. Like now we can't ask that right. question. They were allowed to ask us, but we right. can't ask them now. Right. So I, I understand if you want to keep whether you got it or not personal, that's understandable. Right. But all we're asking you to do is research. Yeah. Research and, and help yourself, help your family, help your friends. That's right. all we're asking you to do. We're not here. To, we're not doctors. We're not scientists. We don't have all that medical background. But what we do is we research. Punky does a lot of it. I do a lot of it. I know my Matthew, uh, Mr. Punky, he does it too. We get a lot of stuff from him. Uh, give a shout out to him while I, while I remember. But he does a lot of, um, what do you call that site? I forget. Oh, the dark web. The dark web. Yeah, I won't go there. No, I, we don't want to go there. But no. I'm saying there are things out there. And I don't know if anybody's familiar with Madonna, but she's being investigated for, for things. Child that, trafficking yes, in yes. Africa. And that reminds me, I've got a quick video and then we'll have to end this here. This was disgusting. Everybody knows about adrenochrome. And if you don't know what adrenochrome is, I suggest you look it up. But fairly certain everybody here in the live knows what this is. So um, this is disgusting. I'm going to go ahead and play this. Listen to this. I'm giving birth right now, so I'm a little bit grumpy. A little bit cunty, kind of slightly in pain. I really need some a drip of some of some sort. I need a drip. Can you guys give me a drip? Now I don't know if any of you saw Madonna lately, but she, yeah, she is like crazy, like very something very is demonic. not right. Yes, she is, and they did that one. Um, they showed her at a concert. I don't know where it was, but she fell off the stairs. She was doing like some kind of satanic ritual kind of thing up on stage and she fell right off the stage. Um, because, and that happens to a lot of people. Like there was that one uh, comedian, she was up on stage mocking God and then she fell right there. And I think she had a heart attack or a stroke or something right there on stage. Um, God's not messing around. And if you want to mock God, Hey, that's on you. That's your soul. And I will pray for you and for your soul because you know what? God, I pray that God has just grace for, for these people who have done all this stuff. And I pray that they find Jesus before it's too late because we are all able to be forgiven. In God's eyes, a sin is a sin. If you steal a candy bar or you murder a million people, sin is a sin in God's eyes. And everybody, that's a free gift from God. And for us as humans, it's so hard to, to accept that, but it's not our job to do that. So we just have to keep that in mind that anybody can be saved. So if you're hearing this message tonight and it's resonating with you and you feel like you can't be saved. You can be saved. You just have to ask Jesus to ask him into your heart, you know, proclaim him as your savior. It's literally that simple and repent. You can be forgiven. Just like I've been forgiven. Like everybody here has been forgiven. It's really, truly that simple. And if you need help with that, if you're struggling with that, reach out to me, send me an email. Uh, the casting lots podcast at gmail.com. Find me on Facebook. Find me on Telegram. I'm punky underscore puster on Telegram. Reach out to me. I will help you. That's what I am here to do. I am here to help. And that's the whole point of this, this podcast here. God put it on my heart to, to try to reach people. And I believe that, you know, that's our mission. You know, we, we need to help save people. And so if you're struggling, 
again, reach out to me, reach out to, to anybody here, you know, on, in the Bards Nation. Um, we're here. That's what we're here for. This is for, for bonding and building relationships together and getting through this together. I think that's just the most important thing out of all of this. So, um, well, with that said, I'm going to go ahead and end us in prayer. It's already well, 11. Just give a uh, thank you for Punky for having me on tonight. I enjoyed it. Uh, again, I've learned some information tonight. And I appreciate it. And hopefully I can do this again. Yeah, this has been fun, Dan. Even if you want to call in when you go back home. Um, so thanks for being here. Oh, We're you're welcome. breaking it down. Yeah, thank you, know? you for having me. Yeah. All right. So if you would, please just bow your heads. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we thank you once again for giving us this time here together tonight to just discuss all the crazy in this world, Lord. I pray that this will help some people, you know, who have been on the fence or even on the other side or just looking over here, Lord, please help open their eyes and their ears and, and let them see and hear all that we have been able to see and hear. I know how it feels to feel lost in this, this big world, Lord, but uh, the more that comes out, you know, the stronger this is becoming, the stronger we are together as a group. Lord, we ask that you just continue guiding us all tonight, Lord, just protect us and watch over us, Lord. And for those who that may be hurting right now or struggling with whatever it may be, addiction or or just anxiety, depression, Lord, just please put your arms around them. Give them that hedge of protection and help them through these difficult times, Lord. This is a hard time for, for all of your children, and we just ask that you be with us and just help pull us out of this, this darkness, Lord. We know that eventually Babylon will fall. We know that, and we know that your son is coming back someday, Lord, to save us. But until then, give us the strength and the courage and the know-how to fight this evil, Lord. We are doing what we can, and every day it just seems that this, this darkness is growing stronger. But so are we, and the enemy fears that, Lord. So please just continue being with us and guiding us and giving us the, the knowledge and the strength and the courage to fight your fight, Lord. Um, be with us and watch over us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, thank you all so very much for being here with us tonight. I appreciate it, and I love you all. Um, I hope you all have a good rest of your weekend, and uh, God bless. Good night. I'm sorry, but I don't want to be a, an emperor. That's not my business. I don't want to rule or conquer anyone. I should like to help everyone if possible. Jew, Gentile, black man, white. We all want to help one another. Human beings are like that. We want to live by each other's happiness, not by each other's misery. We don't want to hate and despise one another. In this world, there's room for everyone, and the good earth is rich and can provide for everyone. The way of life can be free and beautiful, but we have lost the way. Greed has poisoned men's souls, has barricaded the world with hate, has goose-stepped us into misery and bloodshed. We have developed speed, but we have shut ourselves in. Machinery that gives abundance has left us in want. Our knowledge has made us cynical, our cleverness hard and unkind. We think too much and feel too little. More than machinery, we need humanity. More than cleverness, we need kindness and gentleness. Without these qualities, life will be violent, and all will be lost. The aeroplane and the radio have brought us closer together. The very nature of these inventions cries out for the goodness in men, cries out for universal brotherhood, for the unity of us all. Even now, my voice is reaching millions throughout the world, millions of despairing men, women, and little children, victims of a system that makes men torture and imprison innocent people. For those who can hear me, I say, do not despair. The misery that is now upon us is but the passing of greed, the bitterness of men who fear the way of human progress. The hate of men will pass, and dictators die, and the power they took from the people will return to the people, and so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, Tell you what to do, what to think, and what to feel? Who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder? Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men, with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines, you are not cattle, you are men. 
You have the love of humanity in your hearts. You don't hate. Only the unloved hate. The unloved and the unnatural. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery. Fight for liberty. In the 17th chapter of St. Luke it is written, the kingdom of God is within man. Not one man, nor a group of men. But in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power. The power to create machines. The power to create happiness. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful. To make this life a wonderful adventure. Then in the name of democracy, let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. A decent world that will give men a chance to work, that will give youth a future and old age a security. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us fight to free the world, to do away with national barriers, to do away with greed, with hate and intolerance. Let us fight for a world of reason, a world where science and progress will lead to all men's happiness. Soldiers, in the name of democracy, let us all unite! Ah!